Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen who went out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Of course, Strange Brew. Strange Brew. They are our boo, though. I'm not, I don't know that I've ever called anybody my boo before. I don't know. That's, 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 Doesn't that's, really seem like you're kind of lingo. Not, you know, I don't use bay or boo very often, but hey, why not today? I don't know. That would be strange. If I I ta- I, we were talking to... Uh, my niece and nephew, apparently, you know, there's some, you know, high school lingo nowadays. Apparently, that's a thing to say, like, you're booed up. You're like, booed up. Or something like that. That means you're dating? Yes. You have, like, a Is a he boo. single? No, he's booed up. Something like that, yeah. Okay, sure. We were talking about, like, all the terms that the cool kids, I guess, use nowadays. I'm hip. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea, man. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, they, they, they knew them all. Well, good for them. Hey, Shout out to the nephew and niece keeping up with the times. They're, they're hip to the lingo. That's, we had we had our own lingo a little bit. Everybody, back in the day. every generation has its own lingo. I'm sure down at Saint Al, y'all had some terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. We did. Some probably can't be repeated on this program. Probably not. Probably not. So we would. Uh, I mean, we're, we're you know it's a bunch of guys, right? Yeah. So of course, getting hit in the groin is just part of growing up. And whenever that would happen, it would be like, oh, what? as soon as you leaned over, as soon as you hunched because you were in such pain, all you would hear is, oh, not feeling up to par today? That was the thing. <laughs> up to par. It just means you got hit in the groin. Don't ask me why people do that. But they did. And I did it too. I can't say anything to anybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What that has... Strange Brew, however, is like a hit to the mouth of deliciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried so hard to segue there. There's not a whole lot to work with. On that, so the term you will use there is yum, yum. Very good, very good. Straight <laughs> through coffee house. Uh, our good friends over at College Corner want to keep you looking sharp. They've got the biggest and best selection of MSU merchandise in all of Central Mississippi. So why would you not swing by there when you're looking for a new polo, a new baseball cap, or anything? To keep yourself in maroon and white. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Floyd by the Half Shell. And you can always shop at College Corner Store. Calm. Our good friends over at Humble Taco, man, they, the, the news that MSU put out uh, yesterday, that they're, it's wide open once again at Diddy Noble Field. That means Starkville is going to be thriving and our local businesses are going to be thriving. And one of those is definitely going to be Humble Taco because it's just too good to pass up. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots, some of the best and most innovative Mexican food you're going to find in the Golden Triangle, maybe even in the state of Mississippi. And, of course, it's all backed up with great local products, including the now famous, I'm, I'm saying it's famous now, Vardaman sweet potato tortilla. It's a thing of beauty. You need to get one today. So this weekend when you're in Duty Noble for MSU baseball, make sure a stop at Humble Taco is on their on your list. They've got something on the menu for just about everybody. Great atmosphere, the huge patio, going to be good weather. 
You don't want to miss a trip to Humble Taco. Let's jump right into the rumblings. I got a question for you to start. You First question of the day. Yeah, you going to get you a pair of these little Nas X Satan shoes? No. All right, let's, let's go through the reasons that I won't be doing it. Uh, one, I try not to promote Satan. That's a good reason. Yeah. I mean, he does his thing and I do mine, you know. I feel like balance is an important thing in this world, right? It's all about that balance, Brian. It is all about that balance. You know, the balance between good and evil is important. Without evil, there is no good. I will, you know, I'll give him that one. But I try not to promote him. But two, I don't want to own clothes that have blood. Especially blood that's not mine. I don't know where that person that, that blood has been. Whose blood do I have? How did they get the blood? I don't want to know the answer. Three, and probably most importantly, you know, I could I could be talked into promoting Satan for a price. <laughs> I could be talked into wearing blood for a price. The devil went down to Mississippi. But this is he gonna cost looking me for like a podcast host to steal. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, but those shoes are like eight hundred dollars. I didn't see how much they cost. They're, they're, no they're idea. super expensive. I'm not paying that for a pair of shoes. I need to get some new shoes. My, my 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 old reliable Skechers. They're starting to come apart here. I gotta get some new ones. You know what that means? I'm getting another pair of Skechers very soon. That will be, I think, uh, like fifteen straight years that I've owned this particular brand of and style and make. I get the same thing every time. They're comfortable. Yeah, you know, I can't... I, I've worn Adidas now for, yeah. I don't know, I, probably 10 years. Yeah. But I feel like every time it's time for me to get a new pair of shoes, the old pair of shoes that I wore, it's like they don't make that kind anymore. I have to always go a little differently. I usually find a, a similar pair, but anyway, it's always slightly different. Yeah, well, I, I Bought luckily, me a new pair of Adidas just the other day. Let's see if I can find them here. These are the same. I buy the same. The, here they are right here. The men's Rillar shoe, R-I-L-A-R. I have bought a pair of those basically every year of my adult life. Not every year, but when I need new shoes, that's what I get. That's where you go. I got to tell the wife, because she keeps she, she always orders them online, so she has it in her email. Yeah. So I can just be like, I need some new shoes. And I don't want the Satan shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I would love to get, if I had money to burn, I'd buy you a pair of Satan shoes just to see if you'd ever wear them. Just to see the reaction? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not wearing like a satanic uh, star or whatever on my shoe, so no, I would not wear them. I'm just saying. It'd be funny. I would sell them on eBay and you probably give all the proceeds profit. to the church. Would you? Yes. He, he, he hesitated there, y'all. All right, let's jump right into the rumblings. I would Great. promote who my true love is. Not the Braves? Oh, no. I got a lot of true loves, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> Look how you're dressed. God's <laughs> sakes. Grammy Aitman. My wife is due the first week of June. This will be our second child. At that point, I will have two kids under the age of two and a half. Somebody in here knows how that goes. Yeah, and add a four-year-old on top of it. Well, let's let's uh, let's answer his question then. How okay. much more tired will I be than I was with just one kid? Any advice? A lot. Uh, yeah. You see, Katie and I ran into this problem where we had all these kids at the stage of life where your energy level starts going down. <laughs> you know, we're 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 mid thirties, you know. You know, we we have some friends and things that have kids in high school and stuff, and here we are with three kids under the age of, I'll say under the age of five because Cal T will be five in June. But yeah, the Lord knew what He's doing with us because I don't think I had the patience when I was in my mid twenties. Mm-hmm. And I had the energy, just didn't have the patience. 
And now I have the patience. I just sometimes so, don't have the energy. But, yeah, you, you're about to uh, find that there is always something going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we kind of, when we just had two, we kind of were fortunate in that nap times were coordinated. And, and we had good sleepers both at night and mm-hmm. pretty good at nap time to where we always had a little bit of midday breather time. And uh, they, they both slept good at night. So, uh Hopefully you'll end up being fortunate like that. Now Cal T's at the stage where, like, when he's at home, he ain't napping. Like, no, it, yeah. just, it ain't happening. Gotten through that, yeah. Yeah. So and, and that plus baby plus. So now we're in that stage where something's going on all the time again. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, you're about to be kind of tired. Might I suggest Strange Brew Coffee House for Good your call. caffeinated needs? Good call. Robbie Falk. Oh, I think I pronounced oh. that correctly. What are your top three most memorable moments since joining the beat in the press box, or what you covered? Your choice. So I'm a year ahead of you, or a couple of years ahead of you, so that I got to be there for that Auburn game as a media member. Yeah. So that's gonna definitely be. I one was of there, mine. but I was getting soaked over in yeah the east side. I was I was I stayed dry. That's so that's gonna be in there. Uh, would you say that that 17 inning game at Hoover is on our list? It's on there just for the absurdity. It's and, so absurd, yeah. And. There's this part of you that's like just in, and then there's this other part of you that's like go as long as you want. Like I was, I was, I was exactly right. I was torn between I just want to go to bed to, or I might want to see the sun come up. That might be really funny. Yeah, there are things you do in life just for the story. That was one of those nights where you just want it to last forever. Till the sun came up, like like six in the morning in the twenty seventh inning, we're still playing baseball. You know, there was that night, and uh, there was the. The Alabama yeah. doubleheader baseball night up here when yeah. we talked to Canizaro at like 3 a.m. I don't yeah. remember what it was, but it was late or yeah. early, depending on the that. way you look at it. I was at Waffle House with Brett Hudson at, at like 3.30 in the morning that yeah. day. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything that's just like really funny as far as like being in the press box? Is there one where we just broke down? You I don't, Again, I don't think you were on the beat where Mr. Falk here revealed that he thought the lyrics to We Will Rock You were waving your bladder all over the place. <laughs> I don't think I was there for that one. If I was on the beat, I was absent that day. I still laugh. <laughs> Robbie's given us a couple memorable moments. I can't talk about one of yeah, them. Yeah, I was there for that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, I mean, the Mac Homer's always going to stand out to me in Tallahassee. I wasn't there for that, yeah. Because uh, Robbie and I, I mean, we were making our plans to trek back to Starkville. That day. Yeah. I mean, we were loaded up, ready to go. Yeah. And the rain delay comes. I mean, my gamer's already written, but over the course of that rain delay, you're just kind of sitting there thinking, you know, if this goes south for Florida State, I'm going to have to redo all this. Yeah. Although you kind of don't think it. And then when they ran Parrish back out there, Mm -hmm. in the back of your mind, you're thinking, oh, that's going to cost That's iffy. But then it kind of looked like it wouldn't go into, despite the fact he wasn't as sharp as he was. And then, of course, Mac (laughs) made him pay. With, with his shot, and I don't know, and, and that probably gets glorified a little bit in my mind just because of what happened in the days following, too. Right. Um, but that one will stand out for me. This wasn't a press box moment, but it was a covering Mississippi State moment. We talked to Dak a lot, mm-hmm. but I'll always treasure that. Uh, it was fifteen minutes or so. That that picture that used yeah. to be my my Twitter header picture. I mean, it was just. Dak and I, not even interviewing, just shooting the breeze for 15 minutes That's and cool talking one. about his time in Starful and just That's him cool having one. to, him learning to be a basically a superstar. Yeah. Which now he's even on another level. But yeah. um, I don't know. I will, I'll always treasure that. 
Huh? You sort of set him on his way. I did. I did. I, I gave him some advice, and lo and behold, look where he is. And and yeah, fill in the other gaps with some of the ones you mentioned. I, I'm sure if we sat here and we could name several other events. I always, but, I, always I remember Nick Fitzgerald making fun of Tyler when uh, Tyler made a fat joke about me. Now, just in fun. We're, 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 and I just went, I mean, Nick, can you believe this? It's, it's 2018. We're still body shaming. He just looks at Tyler and starts shaking his head. He's like... <laughs> That's just pretty low, man. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. I mean, there's been other there's been other things too, like just moments, like Ben yeah. freaking out, or not really freaking. Oh, yeah, ben in, White in the press freaking conference out with Mullen, the press conference. You know, he well, came when, uh, to, when Mullen, or Mullen making fun of Robbie for watching Days of Our Lives. You weren't there when when uh, his wife, Robbie's wife, called, called, and you know Robbie had his phone on the podium to record, <laughs> and Mullen goes up and look, who's Becky? <laughs> <laughs> and, Robbie, and he's like, should I should I answer? And he, no, please don't. So, it was kind of weird to be in that press conference with Joe, with the whole kicking rocks yeah. and saying. And the LSU conference. one, too, where he yeah. was just angry. So, My favorite Joe moment was the one after Abilene Christian, where he's like, I lied to y'all, we have been looking at Ole Miss this week. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought it was funny, though. Uh, Sean Brown. Hate to play the what-if game, but if Blaze Jordan had come to state, how many losses can he change to wins? <sighs> it's tough for me to say. As a true freshman, you know, I mean – I assume he'd be there at first. Hatcher would still be in the lineup, though they weren't going to bench Josh Hatcher. So I don't know the answer to that. Maybe, maybe Hatcher's back in the outfield and you put Blaze Jordan at first. I don't know. Then where's T.A.? Well, I mean, you could put like Hatcher, Hatcher left? and left or something. I don't, I don't know. know. Or maybe, I mean, T.A.'s an athlete. Maybe move him to left. I don't know what you do. Yeah, I don't know. So I, that's a that's a almost impossible. You're, you're, I mean, this is and, and then you're just assuming that he is going to come in here and, and be awesome right from the start. Yeah, which is a and he could assumption. I don't know. Big assumption. He also says, most of my impressions are spot on. Would you do an entire show as the American Dream? Well, I tell you, Daddy, the American Dream is best done in small doses, if you will. So, no. Joel, do you have any impressions you can do? Not really. No. I don't, I'm not great at any of them. Here's what I want you to do. I'll see if you can do it. You ready? Yeah. Try and speak without a southern accent. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it's it's tough. tough. Hello, Brian. I can't. That's yeah, you can't do can't. it. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, I can like try and add like a I don't know a British flair or something. No, 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 it's, no, still, no. it's still going to have Southern like, behind it. Like, and I don't hear my accent very much. I know it's there. Like here, I hear it when I come back and listen to the show. But if I just want to talk like this, sometimes I can. Yeah. So, I mean, that's me. I don't talk and sit there and think, man, I'm Southern. But like, no, no, listen, no, it's just your voice. If I listen back to a pod it's or just something, your voice, yeah, and yeah, yeah. All right, Justin Strong at a reasonable 8.33 in the morning. Um, he wrote these questions on Sunday. Well, he was ready. He was ready. Look at that. Let's look at the date. If the ball doesn't drop between Skinner, James, and Forsyth Saturday before the three-run homer, does that game play out the same? It seems like that flipped the switch for Arkansas. That's what Lamona said. So we gave him the momentum. I agree. I think it, I, I 100% agree. It would have been different. It would have been 4-2 to at the end of the – go to the inning, stay still up 4-2. At the very least, you're in the game at the end. Right. Yeah, I agree. What is the most annoying gimmick in a movie or a TV show? For me, it's when the characters are walking towards a camera in an open field or something similar, and all of a sudden they realize that something they see something grand in front of them. When the camera is flipped, it's revealed to be so big, like an entire city, they should have seen it miles ago. It drives me crazy. You know, that kind of happened in the Game of Thrones thing with the dragon and, like, where it dropped out of the clouds? Yes. I mean, you been. should have seen the dragon miles. I mean, you're on an open ocean. I mean, yeah. there's nothing that you could have seen the yeah. dragon come. By the same token, the same thing. 
they should have known the fleet was there. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever heard their explanation for that? No. So, like, the deck directors are like, oh, well, Danny kind of forgot that the Iron Fleet was out there. Like, she forgot that the Iron Fleet was out there. Her, all her, Jon Snow, Tyrion, Varys. Just had a big brain fart. They right just had a big, basically that's what he said. Is that dragon died because, spoiler alert, that because there was a brain fart. It's just ridiculous. Man, that's, that's a good one. Um, you know, I don't think Justin can relate to this because I don't think he's a humongous wrestling guy, but I hate when they do like backstage stuff and there's cameras on it right. and then like other people don't know. Like it was just broadcast on you, television watched, for the world to see, and you didn't know this happened. That's why I liked what they did a few weeks ago with with the inner circle and, yes. the, and the pinnacle, where Jericho said, "You don't think we talk on the phone? You don't think we saw all this stuff?" He, he addressed it because yes, it's been like they have a conversation that is on the air. You see it live, but it's like it never happened in somebody in somebody else's, else's world. That's a good. Or one thing I, I can't stand is. When they, and I know it's wrestling, I know, but it is a TV show. And they, you know, there are, there are rules that are supposed to be in place. Like when wrestlers, like when the heel loses and, you know, then the evil GM requires like an instant replay. Like there is no instant replay. Mm -mm. But they had, it it just, it just bothers me. If you're going to do it then, you need to do it it every, every every match. Yeah. No consistency. I know you're both serial lovers. You know, I'm going to skip this one because we've talked about the shrimp tail guy enough. Uh, is there anyone on Twitter you don't follow that constantly shows up on your timeline? I don't follow Bunky Perkins, but he seems to be a fixture there. First off, you should follow Bunky Perkins. He's hilarious. He's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, there are, like, for me, and this might be for you for the Braves, right? Before, as a Lakers fan, there are Lakers writers I don't follow, but they get retweeted by the Lakers writers I do follow. So I get that a lot. Um, you know, uh, Courtney Cronin is on the Sarah Spain show a lot. And so I get a lot of Sarah Spain's tweets, but I don't follow her. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there are things I'm forgetting. But you're right. I mean, I follow a bunch of like Braves podcast mm-hmm. stuff. And sometimes those guys will retweet people who uh, either write blogs and stuff about the Braves. Like, I see some of yeah. other... I see some of those names pretty frequently that write blogs or whatnot that I don't follow. But... Ah, uh, nothing humongous jumps out here. Okay. Carter Bentley, would a giraffe wear a necktie at the top or the bottom of its neck? I think it would be at the top. Top is what my first... be right under his chin. Yeah, that'd be That's my first guess. tie goes, yeah. Now, that would be a really long tie. It'd be like a, a six-foot tie. But yes, top of the neck. Yeah, I think I'd go top. Yeah. If we are waiting on a waiter, are we not the waiter? That's a good point. You absolutely are. You are, 100%. Because the ER at the end would mean one who does whatever you're talking about, which right. in this case is one who waits. And that would be you. Yeah. Do you think we will ever get the same lighting system in Davis Wade as they do in Duty Noble? So, like, the, uh, there's L- a word for is it. Is it LED? I yeah. Yeah, that's that's it. I don't think so. They do it in Oxford, and I, I was not a fan of it. I mean, I, I, that could be me being, you know, the, the well's already sort of poisoned there for me, but I don't know. Yeah, what's the? I think that lighting works really good at baseball because like there's no danger in, like a ball getting lost in the lights right. and, and things like right. that. Um, right. So yeah, I don't. I don't think they will. Bama has that that lighting too because they do like the red lighting and yeah, in Bryant Denny sometimes and I don't know. I I don't think they will though. 
I mean, if they ever had to like replace all of them, <coughs> they, they, they may go that route. Yeah. But Tara wants to hear our best dad jokes. See, it's always it's tough to come up. The, the dad jokes are built in spontaneity. They really are. They're you, my reaction to something. So I'm, I don't have one for you. I don't guess I do either. I'll talk. Yeah. I mean, but I'll try to make one in this show. I'll, I'll, uh, something will happen. Maybe and I can make one. We'll see. Izzy Mandelbaum wants to know uh, MSU beat question: Who has the best knowledge about each sport? Who would you ask about complex strategy or an arcane rule in each of the big three sports? That's a good question. So, from the first one that comes to mind, men's basketball, I would ask Paul. Paul is the the expert, in my, in my opinion, on this beat. I on think men's you're basketball. right. I think you're exactly right. Baseball, women's basketball would be Robbie. Robbie, yeah, I agree. So then, football. I feel like everybody has a pretty good base on football. Yeah. From a statistical standpoint, it might be me. Yeah, because you have in your memory of I, just like random off the wall stuff is yeah is pretty dang solid. Yeah, I hate to I hate to say that I hate to give myself credit, but I mean, I, you know, I, for I, I get a lot of questions. I'll put it that way. Yeah, and, and you uh, and then for baseball, it might be you. Maybe, but I mean, there are some things too that like I would. I mean, Robbie's pretty good at baseball too. He is. I mean, uh, We'll give him too much credit, though. He's going to get the big and when you talk about from a historical basis, um, like Uncle Dave is actually a really good resource yeah, for that he that is. sort of. Uh, he, he, I mean, when you're 108 years old, you, you kind of you, you remember some stuff. Did you leave a number you out there? It's like 148. Or something like that. <laughs> uh, uh, we got the uh, <coughs> excuse me account I made for the rumblings. A man got tossed from the Cardinals Mets spring training game today for obnoxious whistling. Any chance to set a precedent for removing aggressive whistlers at all levels of baseball? God, I hope so. We're only a couple weeks away from that that series in Nashville. That's going to be tough to watch. Hopefully, Vanderbilt will keep stringent COVID nineteen protocols in place. <laughs> I would go no fans if I were them. I hadn't. I, I mean, despite the fact that I've seen some Jack Leiter highlights and Kumar Rocker highlights and whatnot, I don't guess I've watched a Vandy game. So I, has he been whistling away? I don't know. I don't watch Vandy games because they got guys there. So couldn't tell you. Uh, Izzy Mandelbaum handicapped the 2021-22 return of the Hale State basketball roster. Give each player a percentage odds of returning. Well, Keandre Montgomery is zero percent. He's he's already announced. Um, let's just do the big the big names here. I, I would say that Molinar, Stewart, and Tolu Smith are all far better than 50-50 to be back, and I'd say probably closer to like 75-25. I would agree 100%. And then, I mean, Molinar, out of his own mouth after the SEC tournament, said he was coming back. Yeah. Davon Smith, Cam Matthews, Derek Fountain, I think are high odds as well. Probably yep. 75-25 or better. I, agree. I think there's a good chance. To, you know, that said, it's college basketball. You just don't ever know. Yeah, no, I mean, there's a chance out there too for Abdullah Do, but I think that's probably like a ten percent chance. Like, I, I don't think right. that that's very yeah, likely I don't think at he's all. Coming back. Uh, last one from Izzy Mandelbaum. Do you think you're better than him? I think Izzy could. I could. He could pick anything in this room and lift it over his head. Sure. Okay then. Jacob Wright. We already answered his first question on on Sunday's podcast. Will we ever be a home run team? Yeah. There. They will recruit. You know, state has had home run power in the past. 
They've got some guys who have some home run power on this team. They're just young. To me, if you had to pick one, though, and you had to have a team built on pitching or you had to have a team mm-hmm. built on hitting, you, you want, yeah, because you want you, this Do you roster. want to win in the regular season or do you want to win in Omaha? You want a team where you have no fear of running out of pitching. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you'd rather have both. I mean, no no, no doubt about that. But if you got to have one or the other, State's got the one you want. Yeah. Uh, Miller time. Which random rival fan base is worse, Arkansas baseball or South Carolina women's basketball? They're both terrible. They're both terrible. I see more Arkansas baseball Do stuff. You? I see. Because I don't follow a ton of women's basketball. I don't either, but they, they crop up. You can't say anything about them. And, like, with South Carolina women's basketball stuff, I feel like it only crops up like the weak state and South Carolina play each other. Right. I, I don't like with Arkansas and State. I kind of see stuff like that all season long, right. back and forth. Okay, so I would tend to lean towards the Arkansas thing. All right. Did you see Arkansas's little? Uh, oh yeah, tweet after the game, like, best ballpark in the whatever. To the like, victors go the spoils. Well, you know, here's the thing: just because mm-hmm. you won there, don't mean that the ballpark's not better than yours. As far as I'm concerned, they said it. <laughs> I mean, you, I don't you, care that they you basically the SpongeBob just, format. Yeah, you basically just admitted it. it. Alan Witt says, within the last five years, give me one single game outcome for each sport you'd want to change. And what would the domino effect have been? You can skip women's basketball because that wouldn't be clear. Obviously, you yeah, pick. Yeah, UConn. You, or the game, the, the, the national championship game. I'm sorry. Either one of them. Yeah, you could pick either one. Uh, football, I think the obvious answer is the Alabama 2014 game. Yep. Because if you win that, the state goes to the playoff. Yep. Um, and, what's the, and honestly, would have had a chance. I mean... <sighs> I think State would not have been the one, especially if they had lost to Ole Miss. If they had beaten Ole Miss, they would have been the one. Could they have beaten that Ohio State team? Probably not. Probably not. So they'd probably go out the first. But in the playoff is, is something that you can really build on. So I don't know. Baseball? One in the last five years. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you take. Oh, it's in the last five years. Yeah, so I was so going to 2014 doesn't count. Well, is there a football? Well, what I was about to say, which was would have been eight years ago, mm-hmm. was take one of those games they lost against UCLA because that gives you a third game. It does give you a third game. If we're going by the last five years, let me go back to football here real quick. 2017 Egg Bowl? I mean, what other game is there that stands out? 2017 Alabama? Where you had a chance to win? The, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... Nothing they really had. There's not a whole yeah, lot of Yeah, I didn't states. think about that. Five years, the last five years in football. For baseball, the last five years, I, 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 the, uh, I guess it wouldn't have guaranteed anything, but it would give you another game as against Arizona in the uh, Super Regional. You could do that, or you could say uh, against Vandy at Omaha in 19. You win that, and you go to you the winner's bracket. You win that, bracket. and you're in the, you stay in the winner's bracket. That might bracket. be a better choice, yeah. I mean, you're, you're one win away from playing for the national final. Men's basketball super easy. You just beat Liberty. Yeah. You, win, you, yeah, win, you yeah. win your first game. Yeah, and then you're one away from the Sweet 16. Right. That's where you would go. All right. This is an interesting question from Clifton Taylor. One of the question, commercials I hear quite often when listening to baseball games is for Stoneville 4990B3XF. It's easily on my top five worst commercials of all time for one simple reason. It doesn't say a single thing about the product or the service they offer. Literally all I know about the company is they have a lot of superlatives in common with MSU Athletics. You had one job. Can you think of other advertisements like this where someone should be losing their job? I mean, other than the toilet paper bears, you know, (laughs) 
So let me look. I want. I'm going to help you first off. I'm going to find out what this thing is. You, is Joel, this on? Is this on like state's radio broadcast or something? I guess. Yeah. Forty nine ninety. B three XF. What is that? Let's find out. It's it's seed. It's it's a seed. It's cotton. Okay. Is that the name of the company? Forty nine ninety. No, it's a BASF product. It's uh, growers in the eastern cotton belt, east and south Texas, the rolling plains of Oklahoma, the southern high plains, New Mexico, and Arizona, who want hardy, early season vigor can plant Stonyville, Stoneville 4990B3XF with confidence. It's a new early to mid-maturity variety that's very adaptable, strong emergence, and a good fiber package. It's Liberty herbicide, Ingea herbicide, and glyphosate tolerant and contains three gene lip. All right, you, you you can probably just go ahead and stop. That's but that's that, that's a word for moth. <laughs> here's where I where you reading all that made me think. Here's where I'm going to defend that company a little bit. Uh-huh. The people that need that know, know what exactly what that is. Right. And so and they if you, probably if you don't know what it is. You probably you don't, don't, need, don't it. need it. So they they are trying to advertise to their customers. Okay, I'll give them. You're, you're probably not too wrong. That said, it would be annoying to be sitting there like, what is the product? Yeah. I get that. Is there a commercial where it's like? What what is this product? Like I don't know what it is. A lot of medicine medicine commercials are that way. Like I don't they just really have know random what, people smiling and swinging and yeah, like a and like, porch swing or something. What are you treating? I don't know. And All then, you hear is like you know what? possible side effect death. Possible like, side effect death. Possible dismemberment. <laughs> you may you may murder your family in their sleep. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Shout out to Justin Strawn. Somebody answered his question and he called them out. Uh, Tipsy McStagger says, you mentioned how sta- several states' batters consistently make hard contact and are unlucky that someone's there to make the catch. Do opposing teams at this level have analytics and sabermetric data putting them in the right-wrong place? If so, isn't that hard contact less acceptable? Well, they're certainly going to have the data. Yeah, I mean, that's why you see, I mean, Mississippi State's prime example of it. How often do they shift in a game? Yeah. All the time. Uh, but that said, I mean, isn't the stat, is it called bat pip? Batting average for balls, balls in play? play. Yeah. I bet states isn't bad. Yeah, and usually you can look at that as kind of a, a sign. And I, I don't know what state's is because I, I don't have the analytic portion of that. State does not provide that to us. But I'm like you. I would guess that state's probably isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, usually that evens out eventually Yeah. Um, over the long haul of a season. But, yeah, I mean, you're not totally wrong in that I, I think Dusty Baker – had a comment on this back several months ago, but he was basically saying if you don't like where the guys are positioned on the field, well, then don't hit it to them. You know, yeah. hit it. The, I mean, and there's a little more to it than that, but like Tony Gwynn back in his day, mm-hmm. oh, I try to shift Tony Gwynn, I dare you. Yeah. Oh, he would hit it. I mean, he, he would just kill you. Away. Yeah. He, 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 I mean, to an extent, you can't guide a ball, but you got to learn how to hit a little bit. Yeah. And, and that may be a, a tall, tall task for some of these collegiate hitters. but mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, though. All right. Carew Ferguson asks, in the history of MSU athletics, which current or former assistant coach had the greatest impact on their sport while at MSU? Football, basketball, baseball. Men's this basketball would be Stans. Stansberry. This is an easy question to me. Jolie Dunn. Jolie Dunn. Rick Stansberry. And then I can go I would two say, ways on baseball. I would say Gotro, maybe. No, no. Pat McMahon. Or... You could say Wes Johnson. Not a positive impact. Not a positive impact. But, he, I mean, he, he cleaned out a pitch. Well, the reason I say Gotro is just because of 
I mean, he was the stabilizing bridge from Canizaro through Henderson to Lamonis. And and this is kind of a little bit when you say another kind of golden era of Mississippi State baseball I, I going on saying, here. For me, and he was kind of the, the he was the, he was the consistent the coach. He's sort of the same guy as Stansberry. He became the head coach. Yeah. So I would say Patty Mack. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, he led the team to the College World Series eventually. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and to a couple a couple super regionals too. So Jackson has a question. I've seen a few variations on. MSU football beat overrated LSU in Baton Rouge, lost Arkansas, lost to Kentucky. MSU baseball beats overrated LSU in Baton Rouge, lost Arkansas, plays Kentucky next. If baseball follows the same path, we're about to get whipped. Not really a question, but it's a good point. He asked if the team has proven to be top 10. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you won two out of three against nationally ranked, high nationally ranked competition in Texas. Yeah. You, you really could have won all three of them. Right. Um, I mean, you did go to Baton Rouge, a place that's not easy to play, and you won the series there. They've shown the ability to overcome adversity coming back late in games against some pretty decent non-con opponents. Uh, I mean, the only the only blip on the resume is the last three games. Yeah, I tend to trust the 21 before it. Everybody who talks about, oh, they had to have all these walk-offs. What Richard Cross said yesterday on Sports Talk Mississippi is, is correct. You get 27 outs. You do. You're allowed to use all 27 yeah, if that win. If that late three-run inning happens in the first inning, nobody yeah. complains. Right. It's just yeah. because it happened if in the ninth. If Luke Hancock hits a, uh, a three-run home in the first inning. Home. Yeah, exactly. Nobody cares. But because he hit it in the ninth, it's like, oh, you got lucky. No, no. you get nine innings you to get, get those runs. Nobody cares about last-second field goals. <laughs> they you count. Yeah. They count in the first quarter. They count in the fourth quarter. <laughs> just like in baseball, the runs count no matter what inning you score them in. Uh but yeah, I, I just I trust the larger sample size of twenty one games over the three game sample size against Arkansas. It's as simple as that. I mean, as we said numerous times on this show, in two weeks if we see the the games over the next two weeks and it, yeah. it goes south for state, well we're allowed to change our opinion. But right now, yeah, I'm gonna trust the twenty one game sample size over the three games against the Hogs. Right. Will Carruth wants to ask what's the best line from Tropic Thunder? The best line is one we can't say on the air. It's from the Tom Cruise cameo. Can't say that one. Um, I don't know. Where uh, where Downey Jr.'s character says, what do you mean, you people? And then the actual black guy says, what do you mean, you people? That, that always makes me laugh. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Brian McDuff, what's an everyday dat task that no matter how much you practice, you'll never get good at? Mine is folding fitted sheets. Nobody can fold. Nobody can fold a fitted sheet. You should sheet. not feel bad about that. Is there anything like you're just like I just can't do this? <laughs> oh, yeah. until uh, I got married, I didn't know there was a wrong way to wash the dishes. Put the dishes in the dishwasher and let it go. Nope, there's a practice and a, a formality to it that I was not aware of. I mean, you can't. Cook. I was going to say cooking is the first yeah, thing that comes to my mind, yeah. but yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I probably should be better at that I'm. Yeah. Not as good at. RVD is going to the WWE Hall of Fame. I always feel like he should have had more push. Do you think it was Vince or that his shtick didn't translate? It was probably Vince and Triple H. Triple H just wanted to stay on top. I mean, they 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 put uh, they put the belt on him with the stupid Paulie Heyman counts three instead of just letting the ref do it. And I, mean, I can I always remember Taz going, "Okay, whatever." Like that's the commentary for his world title win. And didn't he? Uh 
he had like some legal trouble. I yeah, think, a lot right, of drug yeah, issues right, right after that, I think there was some. Li- so, just, so if there was any chance, yeah. You but that be- said, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially compared to some of the other guys that are in it. Yeah. All right, uh, Rob Hadaway. We just answered his question. Another person answered his question, and he also called them out. Good stuff. Uh, walking bully. Given the short rest and what you've seen so far, what should the rotation be? Well, I know what it's going to be. Chris Lamona said there's be no changes. I think you got to go with it. Just you do go yeah. to the weekend. You can't change the rotation every weekend. You got to go with what you got. I mean, the only alteration I might would think about making would be Bedner Friday, McLeod Saturday, and uh, Fristo Sunday. And that's not really a demotion for McLeod or a promotion for Bedner. Bednar, excuse me. It's just a yeah. It's it, to me, it breaks up the. I mean, the lefties and the right, you have to go righty, lefty, right. I mean, it gives you a little different look every day yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I, right now you ride with what you got. All right. Second half of the rumblings, let's move on into it. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Those guys are making great stuff. You can't go wrong with anything going on there. And, of course, don't forget the food truck, which will be out front serving lunch all weekend long great burgers steak sandwiches to choose from they've always got great specials if you don't if they don't advertise it on twitter which i know they do but if they don't you can always call them and find out what's going on there and then when you when you're there picking up lunch hey drop inside there and take a look inside the coolers and you might find something you really want to put on the grill this weekend call them today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online welcomehomebeef.com welcome home beef it just tastes good. When I point, that's when you... Yeah, I, was, I, was, I wasn't going to jump the gun Good today. job, good job. Two Brothers Barbecue... I'm sorry, Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Guess what? That's where I'm headed for lunch. I'm, I'm Two Brothers twice in, in four days. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> I'm living a good life. Some of, the, uh, some of us are going to head over there for lunch, and you should make that same choice as well because it's just such good food there. Great place to hang out. And of course, when the weather's good like today, man, it's going to be a fantastic uh, experience. They've got the great patio, cold beer, great craft cocktails, good atmosphere, and, of course, the food just can't be beat. Head over to Two Brothers at 621 University Drive for a fantastic experience. Smoked Southern Soul Food, Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business System says, hey, we've got you covered. We've got you covered with all of the products you need to keep your systems up to date at your business, but we've also got you covered with fantastic customer service that a great local business will provide. So whatever you need to get done in your office, Advantage Business Systems has a way to do it. Call them today and find out how they can help your business, just like they've been helping your fellow Mississippians for nearly 50 years. You don't stay in business that long unless you're doing something right. Call them today at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. You'll find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Let me ask you this. Yeah. It's now in 2021. It would cost you, if you bought a New Era Atlanta Braves or any team, mm-hmm. game authentic hat, kind of mm-hmm. like the one I got on. Right. Um, It would cost you about 40 bucks. It's usually like $39.99. Sure. Yeah. I'm looking at a 1990 Atlanta Braves Clubhouse Collection catalog. Mm-hmm. How much do you think a authentic cap by New Era cost in 1990? $10. $15.99. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. Now you got to pay twenty five dollars more than that. For no, and nothing changed. Not a it's thing. The same changed. same fabrics and everything else. Yeah. Daniel Montgomery. Why are give and take opposites, but caregiver and caretaker basically synonyms? That's a fantastic. Daniel, right now you're in the running for question of the day, because that's a good question. 
I mean, it really is. I, I don't have an answer. A caretaker is not someone who takes care. They take care of things, but they're not like someone who's like, I am receiving care. An undertaker takes you under. A caretaker. Oh, yes. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Sheldon Nations. I, I was trying to, I was trying to, does that not explain it a little bit? An undertaker takes you under? Yes. So a caretaker takes care. Yeah, an overtaker takes you over. Sure. The Undertaker Tombstone Pile drives you. Sheldon Nations, if I gave you Arkansas and Vandy or the field to win the College World Series, who are you taking? The field. You were taking the field. I would take Arkansas and Vandy. I feel confident one of those two will be the national champions. I just feel confident in the randomness of baseball. I mean, first you got to get both those teams to Omaha, which probably, I mean, you know, you like their chances, but. Then even if both of them get to Omaha, you have eight really good teams, and wrong, you got wrong. a six. You know, you got a three out of four shot that one of the other teams is going to win it. So, yeah. I would just take the randomness. All right. Uh, let's see here. The hater of Ole Miss, succinct, very much to the point. If you could pick one previous hitter from the past five years to join the lineup right now, who would it be? It can't be Mangum or Rooker. I think I know who I'd pick. I want to hear what you get go though. From the last five years. So 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. So would you bring Foskey or Westberg back? Westberg would be an interesting choice. Foskey, Foskey was the first one that came to mind. I'm just thinking back. And, and I say Foskey for several reasons. He's a right-handed bat. kind of. That would be helpful. Breaks up some of that lefty stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my guy's a lefty. Nate Lowe, is that yes, who you're that's thinking? that's who I was thinking of. I thought about him, too. And then he plays first base where, where you're, you're kind of struggling yeah. right now. Foskey's interesting, yeah, because DeBrule has not been what you expected. You get a power bat into the lineup, and he's right-handed. That's probably the, actually the right choice is Foskey. Yeah, I think I'd go Foskey. Okay. And, and I, look, I like Westberg, but mm-hmm. Westberg was streaky and yeah, and sometimes you know F- didn't Fos- make as much contact. Foskey's the wanted. right answer. Yeah. He's the right answer. Uh, Kivas Wright, do you guys drink iced coffee? I do not. Joel, do you? Occasionally. What's your occasionally, favorite? But it, I don't drink like iced regular coffee. I drink like iced albino squirrel, the yeah. iced caramel macchiato, you know, so you, one of the iced So is iced latte. coffee like black coffee on ice? I mean, you can get like a uh, that sounds, a cold brew or okay, whatever, okay, I think. Yeah, sure. What are your early WrestleMania picks? So let's just do the two main events. The, the, with the men, because I haven't really kept up with I I assume Bianca Belair will go over and, and start her reign as women's champion. Um, Drew, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. I think Drew wins. I think they want Drew to win because he had he got his he got the win last year, but there were no nobody fans. was there. This time he can have the moment and get the fans. I think Drew wins, but I'm kind of hoping Lashley does just because they've kind of I think they've built they built him up really well, really well. And if if he continue, and I'm a fan of long title reigns. Yeah, for guys, whenever. Yeah. So we were talking about the second one yesterday, and about this triple threat between Edge, Daniel Bryan, and, and Roman Reigns. We agreed that Roman Reigns should win this match. Yes. But I don't think he will. I think they'll no, I, on edge and, especially now that it's a triple threat because it gives you an opportunity to take it off of him without beating him. Our story that we came up with yesterday is this. Reigns wins this. At SummerSlam, he beats Lesnar. In, and then like at Royal Rumble, beats he beats Cena. Cena. And you think, okay, he, he comes out and says, "I no one can stop me. And that's when The Rock comes back. Yep. That's the, the, the best possible story to tell. 
they won't do it. Joel, have you tried the new watermelon Mountain Dew? I have not. I have not. If they did a, do they do a diet version? If they do, then I would try that. Ryan Sims, which team do you feel more confident going into next season, football or men's basketball? That's a good question. Uh, neither. Can I say neither? Because <laughs> I'm not real confident in either. Well, you got to have more confidence in one, right? It can only be like 5% or 10%. I think men's basketball is actually I, I was leaning that way, yeah, but then I, 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 I didn't say it because I'm afraid to say it. Like, I, I'm yeah. afraid. Oh, I get that. I get that. Like, how could we have any confidence in that program right now? But. Yeah. All right, Caleb Gulliver. First off, Caleb, you've asked this question about MSU Pauls like five times. I don't know who three of these people are. That's why I keep missing this question. I'm not going to ask. Who are they? I don't know. I don't know. Say the names. Paul Barrett. Do you know anybody? Do you know who that is? There's no point in listening to the rest of them, though. (laughs) So we're going to move forward. If you had to do a playthrough of a game on Twitch, what would you pick? A playthrough of a game on Twitch? Yeah. You know what Twitch is? Oh, the video game thing? Yeah, people who, who like stream their video games. So you're going to do one, you're going to show off your expertise to the world. What would you pick? Oh, it'd have to be the show, because that's about all I play. Okay. I would play Batman Arkham Knight. And that's, that's mine. And this is a funny one. Uh, in honor of today's picture, you had the picture from Rookie of the Year, rank these Rowan Gartner mispronunciations. <laughs> Roland Verder, Rosenbagger, Gardenhoser, Roland Gruder, <laughs> Runamucker, Rabenbuser. <laughs> Garden Hoser makes me laugh the most for that's, whatever that's reason. Number that's number one. Rosenbagger's funny, too. <laughs> that's two. Uh, Runamucker is three. It's pretty good. Rabenbuser. And then we'll go Roland Verder, Roland Gruder. That's that's our official rankings. There. You gotta go to you have to. <laughs> Hot ice! <laughs> I have found the solution. All right. Uh, John Burnett. Uh, I'm going to start by saying I don't think the sky is falling. I haven't read all the player-coach interviews, but who is the leader of this team? We all knew when you said it Monday, Mangum would drag the eight others to the postseason. Who is the guy this year? T.A. T.A. 100% Tanner Allen. Both verbally and on the field. Yep, 100%. I mean, his performance indicates it, and his actions indicate it, and his post-game talks indicated it. There's no doubt who has become the – the face and the leader and the spokesman and the whatever you want to say of this team. Uh, let's see here. Y'all said before that the MSU women need to be back in the NCAA tournament next year. I figured a six seed or higher, given that Oregon was a six this year after taking a step back. With all the turnover apparently happening, what is the expectation if basically everybody leaves? Is it the same or do you adjust your expectations? I don't adjust anything. Again, I did not say championship standard. She said it. Better win. That may be the standard, but I mean, if we sat here today and, for whatever reason, did a show on what we think next season's going to be, I don't think they're going to It makes get there. you think like that NIT, maybe. Oh, I don't know if they're doing that. <laughs> yeah. But that said, I, I'm not. You said it. Do it. You know, that, that this is what coaches need to learn that words have meanings. You come out and you say this stuff. Okay, go do it. Because if you screw up, well, I didn't say it. I'm not the one who put that pressure on. Let me... I was going to say, what if next year she brings in some new girls from the portal and they're not good, mm-hmm. but they're better? Do you... Is there any 
part of you that thinks she deserves a little time because now that she's getting, I guess, quote unquote, her people in here, you, they're better. What if she gets another class of them in? Like, do you, does that help her any, or is it no? Is it just turning your bus cut and dried? It's yeah. It doesn't help her at all. Okay, in my opinion. Uh, sure. Uh, that's all it says. S C H U E R R three. I didn't pronounce the three. Three is silent. I know you don't care about women's basketball. Why would we? We we talk about it all the time. But Texas women's basketball advances, and there's a mass ex- exodus from MSU. Could there really be that much difference in the coaching staffs, and what's causing all that? Well, here's how I would answer that. You tell me if you disagree. Is there that much difference between Nick Saban's staff and uh, pick somebody who's not good? You know, Will Muschamp's staff. Is there is there a difference in those staffs? Yes. Some coaches are good. And some coaches are not. And it's, it's it's really sometimes it's just that simple. Fair? I mean, yeah, some people are better at their profession. Yeah, some than people are others. just better at their jobs than others. Some people are better at, you know, probably a lot of people are better at their jobs than you and I, but we're still the, in. I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe not. We'll, we'll go with it. Uh, Tara, who still wants a dad joke, which we have not come up with yet. Uh, this one is super important. What did y'all do in college to get involved with sports? All I know is I want to work with sports either with one team specifically or some sort of broadcasting. I would really appreciate y'all's insight. Well, Tara, I am the last person to talk to on that. Don't ever <laughs> ask me for that advice because I have none to give. Uh, but Joel Coleman might be able to help you a little bit. Go ahead, Joel. Uh, is it just specifically what I did to get involved in sports? Coming I up, guess, that, yeah. yeah. What, well, what was the... Uh, you came to college with a plan. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of like you, Tara, a little bit. Like I, I knew I wanted to work in sports, and and at first, I don't know that I really had a I want to specifically do this in sports. I just knew I wanted to do something in sports, and so um, I, I kind of broadly wanted to be either in broadcasting or journalism or maybe calling games or something. And so I went into Mississippi State Sports Communication Program and kind of was like, well, I'll just figure it out as we go, and. Um, at some point over that tenure, I, marketing was hiring like graduate, not graduate assistants, um, interns and things. And it's like, hey, there's a chance for me to get involved. And so I did. And then as I got involved with him, a, a grad assistantship was coming up about the time I was graduating. And so I ended up getting that. And uh, as that ended, uh, Learfield Sports had come in and they were looking for a paid intern for their first year. Mm-hmm. And there I was and hopped into that. And then as that ended... I was kind of like, all right, well, what do I do now? And I'd had a little bit of writing experience in my background with high school and covering some games, even some of the ones that I played in. Um, and our Danny P. Smith here at uh, Starkville Daily News decided that what I'd done was good enough for an opportunity, and uh, he kind of gave it to me. But along the pathway there, I guess my, my common advice for you and for anyone is just, A, to get involved with as much as you can, and B, and, and this seems to be a controversial statement today. I don't know why it is, but don't be afraid to work for free. Yeah. I mean, I did a lot of work for free. Now, if you can find a paid internship like I eventually did, by all means, have at it and, and take that. But I did a lot of work for free to uh, to get gigs in sports. Yeah. You know, yeah. I worked with WCBI free kinda, for six it's months. It's kind of the I, path, whether you hate it or not. It, it just sort of is. Yeah. Now... Does is there, are there times where that stinks? Yeah. yeah, and are you always in a position where you can do that? No, and I understand that. But if at all possible, you really do need to get involved as much as you can. 
work as much as you can mm-hmm. and get to know as many people as you can because that's big too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that that that'd yeah. be some of the thoughts that I have. And yeah. or you could also just make pizza and get on the state's largest sports radio program. It's funny how life works sometimes. Another one from my good friend Brian McDuff. As someone that's fairly new to this podcast, first off, that hurts. This guy's one of my best friends. He's just now starting to listen. Shout out to Six Pack Speak and Coach Nelson Thirty One for joining, turning me onto it. Now, I, now I know you're lying. I know that Russ Nelson is not listening to this podcast. What is the origin of the ABC rum, hash slash rumblings? Was it always random questions, or did it start off as only sports related? So when Bob and I first came up with Ask Bob Garskat, and we, we said well, you could ask whatever you want, and I'll never forget our first show when we did it. Well, we got three questions. Three. <laughs> but we kept plugging away. And then there was a day where, like, some of Bob's friends, and I will now list them, they have, and they have become my friends, too. But uh, Ryan Strickland, uh, Tyler Jones, and Don Collins, who was the worst of the three, uh, <laughs> just decided to hit us up with, like, 50 random questions. Like, really random stuff. Nothing sports-related. And in doing so, we were really funny. And people picked up on that. And so it sort of grew. The last ABC, which was Bob's final show, that show is three hours and 45 minutes long. Or at least it was. You can't find it anymore. And now you can't find it anymore. It's, it does not, no longer exist. But it could have easily been six hours. We had that many questions. Uh, and with Joel, you know, we didn't start, start doing this. We, we gave it like a year, right? Because I was just like, I just don't want it to be another. I want to find another way, so... Here. And then one of y'all actually named it. Yeah, that's true. I can't even remember who it was now. That's true. To give you the credit. Yeah. Uh, Beale Street Dog said yesterday was the best show we've ever done. Thank you, Steve. We are trying to live <laughs> up to your high standard. Uh, Sunshine and rainbows right here on Thunder and Light. Six Pack Speak. Six Packs. I guess it's Six Pack Speak because he capitalizes those letters. My second favorite site on the interwebs. Yeah. Right, at, right behind CowboyCorner.com. Who provides the best tech support for Cowbell Corner? Without a doubt, uh-huh. it is the fine folks at Six Pack Speak. Very good. He also wants to know: Can he get a woo for his wife? Woo! There you go. <laughs> he called. He I know. Called uh, he told me about it. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, you know she's a rebel, right? Uh, yes, I did know that. So, I did know that. Yeah. Joshua <laughs> has a fantastic question because it's something that always bothered me. Why is everyone overly obsessed with the MSJ logo? The interlocking MSU. A lot of it has to do with the success that you had while I, wearing I that I get that, but State's had more success since then with the banner rim. I mean, they were number one in the nation with the banner rim. So, I mean, just, and they were 2-10 and ten the last year of the MSJ. That's true. So, I, I agree that, like, every year it seems like, oh, I heard we're getting the MSJ logo. It's never coming back. Well, you think about a lot of the people that want it now. It's probably people between the ages of like 25 and 45. It's my people. Yeah. A lot of people. Well, I'm in there too. Yeah. I, I, I'm including myself with you old codgers right now. Yes. Yeah. This, this thing. But, I mean, it's people that, for us, the good old days of Mississippi State, you know, that was kind of the logo. Mm-hmm. That was like the first logo that this team had really, you know, much success under of my lifetime. I'll, I'll use me here. Like, when I think of the first Mississippi State football successes of my lifetime, I mean, I think of that logo. And yeah. so you romanticize it a little bit. And I think a lot of times the people that are right now clamoring for it are people that are around my age, give or take. Yeah. Um, and a lot of those people are the most active on social media. Yeah. And things. So you, you just see it a ton. All right. That's it. I, I kind of romanticize about it, too. I, 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 I liked, liked it, it, but it's, it's, it's just a, I just don't, it's just every year. Every year people are asking about it. Are we going back to Nike? No. 
They're never going back to Nike. I don't understand, though, why State can have the retro stuff. Mm-hmm. But except for that and, logo. And you can't. I don't understand why I don't Nike, understand why wanted Nike to buy has logo. that and like State doesn't. Yeah, that's well. That's I, what I don't get. I can guess why that is. That is the case. Well, I mean, and his I name's probably it rhymes with Barry Fimpleton. <laughs> if I had to guess, there was some stupidity on that guy's part. But that said, why did Nike want it? They, they think MSU was about to become a huge brand. Like the only people who want to see that are MSU fans. I don't know. Well, they, Nike's missing out on some sales because they can make some stuff with that. I don't know. Could. Can you do that? Can you make something with somebody's logo? If you own the logo, sure. If you own the logo, but. It, I would think so. It's the other. I don't. Know. I don't know. But why would they make stuff? They don't. We're not a Nike school. You can even though you can buy MSU logos and Nike stuff. It's not really the same. It's just sort of out there. Carter Bentley. How far in the postseason would basketball have made it with Perry and Woodard? I mean, they'd have been in the tournament. Yeah, they'd been in the big tournament. No question. I mean, could they have made a Sweet Sixteen? Maybe. I, mean, I don't think know. That front court. You'd had Perry, Tulu Smith, Tulu Smith Tula coming Smith off the bench, coming off the bench, and Abdul. Yeah, I mean, that's that's. Pretty strong. That's a heck of a three. Pretty strong. Jacob Smith, not counting pitchers, who currently on the roster has the best pro career for baseball. So my my answer might make you laugh. Okay. Cam James. If he can figure out the fielding, he's got the tools as a hitter. That doesn't make me laugh at all. He's got the frame. He's got power. That's probably my answer. I think that that's my answer. Yeah. You got, I mean, because you think around the diamond. But he's got to get the fielding thing right. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, if he doesn't figure that out, he's an athlete. They could end up sticking him in left field or something true, in the big leagues. But, or uh, first. Yeah. Uh, because you look in – I was talking to a national guy about this the other day in the press box a little bit. Um, and he we were talking about Tanner Allen. I mean, I love T.A., good hitter and things, but I don't know if he has a ton of, like – Oh, we shouldn't have answered this question. Stop talking. Stop talking. Okay. So, somebody answered his question, and he didn't correct them. Stop talking. We're out. Abandoned ship. <laughs> Broke the, the long rule of the rumbling. That's right. Baron Bruton, who's nice enough to create a pronunciation guide for me there. Uh, who would be in your lineup next week, assuming a healthy Skinner? One and two hole, not getting it done right now. Skinner would be in my lineup for sure. And I'd lead him off. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm going to make a couple. Like I, I like what you had yesterday. Of, of, was it Skinner? Allen, James, Hancock. Yes. Is that what you went? I think that's what Move I Move everybody up and then drop Rowdy down. Put Logan Tanner hitting uh, fifth. Fifth. Yeah, that's where I'm going. And, and then it, I'd have Rowdy hitting sixth. Rowdy hits sixth yeah. with Hatcher behind him. And then Forsyth and DeBruyne. And DeBruyne. DeBruyne's hitting ninth. That's where I would go. I don't know because Forsyth's actually been the better hitter of the two. So I would want that. Maybe In so. that spot, I would want the better hitter hitting ninth. Yeah, you because then right. you kind of have that leading into the top of the order thing going on. Might be right. Gil Mankling. You know what time it is. Time to pick two and leave one. All right. Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris, Mike Tyson. Oh, man. I would For definitely me, I think, take... I, Go ahead. I was going to say, like, I'm I'm tempted to leave out Bruce Lee, which... <gasps> that, that just, what? what? No yeah, chance. I know. No, I'm definitely leaving out Tyson. I would definitely take a highly skilled martial artist over, over a boxer. That's true. I mean, guy can kick with his feet. Like Tyson goes in for a sweep for a, uh, an uppercut, yeah, and they sweep the legs. Yeah. Bruce Lee would kill both those two guys. Kit Kat, Snickers, Reese's peanut butter cups. Kit Kat, Snickers, Reese's peanut Again, butter. Again, Re- Reese's is staying. Yeah. Uh, Kit Kat's gone. Kit Kat, yeah, it's yeah. just not. It's not great. John Wick, The Matrix, Point Break. That's this is tough. 
This might be the toughest one. I might kick out Matrix. Oof. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not he- I, like I, I like Matrix, Matrix, but I'm not huge on Matrix. Yeah, I think that's the right answer, though. Hootie and the Blowfish, Counting Crows, Blues Traveler. Oh, it's brutal. These are tough today. I'm not taking out Counting Crows. I want Omaha. Yeah, uh, I'm not taking out Hootie. So Blues Traveler. Blues Traveler for yeah. me is out. Cargo shorts, jorts, and short shorts. I mean, I'm, I'm no man should wear short no, shorts. No, that's easy. As bad as jorts are, they are better than short shorts. Ellisville Dog says, with MLB opening day upon us, we need your NL East projections. I think Braves win it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Mets, if they stay healthy, finish second. Wild card. Wild card team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Nats have the pitching to finish third. Mm-hmm. Phillies fourth, Marlins fifth. Okay. Well, the Giants finished last in the West. No, no, th- no. They, they, the they, Rockies they, suck. The Rockies will be awful. <laughs> they will be bad. The Giants, if they can finish around five hundred, I'll be pretty pleased. Um, who makes the World Series this year? My pred- I'll let you think because you know more. But my predictions right now are going to be. I hate to say it, but the Dodgers. God, I hate them so much. And over in the AL. You know who I like, but I don't like their manager? It's the White Sox. I think that's a good young team. They got a lot of pieces. But LaRusa? They took a blow the other day, too. Oh, uh, I didn't see this one. Was it Jimenez? I think he's out oh, for okay. the year. Well, then I may change it a little bit then. I could see. I'm trying to think. I don't know. The Astros. It could be Dodgers Astros. I don't know. Although they did lose Springer. So I don't know. What about you? I'm going to go with what my. Uh, Employer Sports Illustrated went with in their baseball preview issue. All right. Braves over the Yankees. You would take that, I think. Very yeah, good. and I really do. I mean, the Braves have built slowly every year. Last year, we're one game away from getting to the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really do. I mean, it just feels like it's going to be Braves, Dodgers, and the NLCS again, probably. And uh, I don't know. I just think this year they get it done. So, All right. I'm going to uh, be streaking through the Cotton District in October. There we go. Another one from Ellisville Dog. What's one item you've always wanted to cook, but you haven't tried to cook? So you, this is not a good question for you, no. I guess. Um, I've never cooked like a whole fish. I wouldn't mind trying to do that. I've cooked fish fillets, but never cooked like a big, big fish. What's an item you've always wanted to eat, but you haven't tried yet? I mean, nothing stands out to, What's something I wanted to eat? Usually if I want to eat something, I eat it, you know? Well, there's something like, you know, you haven't been to like a, the restaurant that serves it or a fancy restaurant that has something like that, you know? I stay in my lane, man. There's okay. not like some kind of exotic something that I'm... My answer is foie gras. Never, I never have tried. no idea what that is. It is the uh, liver of a fatted duck or goose. Supposedly, it tastes like eating butter. Never tried it, though. Heard it was good. Okay. Going to try it one day. <laughs> Alexandra Watson says, or asks, You're hosting a dinner potty party. Dinner potty. Don't, don't do that. You get to invite one coach, one player, one celebrity, one friend, and one family member. Who are you inviting, and what's on the menu? I'm definitely going to cook out. You know, cook a big. I mean, I'm going to cook. I guess like a brisket or a pork butt. I got a lot of people here. Maybe some jambalaya too. Yeah. Big pot of, of rice. And we have to. It just had to be Mississippi State coaches. Well, I didn't say that. So. That I mean, said, Leach would be a fantastic answer. Be a, a good choice. I would. I would invite Saban. Let's get to. Let's get the the the, the top dog in there. Uh, one player. 
You would probably invite Chipper Jones. Yes, for sure. I would invite. Uh, well, he's now I just made myself sad. <laughs> I was gonna say Kobe. Uh, so that said, I would invite Magic Johnson. All right, one celebrity. Not Drew Brees. Wow. Yeah, not Drew Brees. You you go Magic over Drew? I would. Okay. You're, Drew Brees is not my favorite saint. You're part of all time. Uh, celebrity. Who are you inviting? Mm, Tom Hanks. That's a good choice. He'd be funny. Yeah. Have a lot. Probably have a lot of good stories. He's worked with everybody. Um, that's a good call. I, Jack Nicholson. Ooh, that'd be good. And now I've got Magic and Jack, so the Lakers stories <laughs> are going to be good. One friend. Come on over, Brian. Yeah, let's invite each other. Yeah. Let's do it that way. This, that way we don't. Have and then one family member. I'm gonna invite can my I mom. Take my, can I bring my wife? You bring, I was going to bring my mom. That'd be fun. I'd say, I mean, my, my brother would probably enjoy the company a little better than yeah, my wife in this true. instance. My mom would probably. It's my mom. I mean, that, that's a once in a lifetime deal. I would never, you know. So, also, Alexander wants to know if you drop soap on the floor, is the floor clean or the soap dirty? The soap is dirty. Yeah, because don't you immediately wash, wash the, soap the soap off? off yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't just leave the floor as it is. Yeah. yeah. You don't just like pick it straight up off the floor and start wiping your body with it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, let's see here. From Alex Barham, Barham wants to know, we already answered that one, besides Schaefer making a run with his less talented Texas roster while our women's basketball looked like 90% lost the whole year, what's another kick to the crotch, or, you know, <laughs> they had to feel up to par, that uh, state fans have had to endure by coaches or players leaving that having major success elsewhere fast? I mean, I guess our grandparents could tell you about Daryl Royal. <laughs> Um, Pat McMahon made a World Series pretty quickly at Florida. Uh, Ron Polk won the SEC at Georgia. Yeah. Um, basketball, there's not really a good example of this, I don't think. So. No, I'm, thinking, I'm trying to think about Is there a player that... Mm-hmm. Rodney Hood ended up being pretty darn good. That's a good one. Has there ever been a player transferred out and you're just like, oh, God, he's... Yeah. He could have... Uh, Hansbro had a pretty good career. Had a good career at, at Notre Dame, yeah. That's a good choice. There's not a lot of players that have done that. Well, unless you want to talk about like maybe like a flip. But even then, like we've talked about the Ole Miss players that have flipped. Not a lot of, of huge careers there. So, I don't know. List our favorite country-pleasing flavors. I went and bought some country-pleasing yesterday. They got all those new flavors at uh, Walmart. Yeah, that jalapeno cheddar. That's my number it's one. It's probably number one. It's tough to top. Yeah. And then andouille. I love it. But I don't, I don't ever eat it alone. I always like, that's a pasta jambalaya. Kind of sausage for me. That uh, the blueberry maple thing, it's like good. if I'm making breakfast or it's something, good. that would be, That'd be good for breakfast. Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, uh, let's see here. Shelby Beach says, "Other than Jesus of Nazareth, good call. Yeah, who is the person that you would like to sit down with for a good chat? So, living or dead, you can talk to anybody." I'm such a Braves guy. It would ha- it would have to be a Braves twist here. So, so it would be one. Of, it'd be one of three people, mm-hmm. and one of them has gone on. One of them's still very much here, and one of them is not in the greatest of health, but mm-hmm. he's still here. It'd be Hank Aaron, okay, Bobby Cox, or mm-hmm. Chipper Jones. Good choices. I, I don't know. I don't know which of the one I, I, would, I would choose, but it'd be one of them. I would like to talk to, you know. We always hear, and I'm not trying to go too far down the political realm, right? But 
we always hear about like the fa- the founding fathers. Yeah. Well, let's talk to one of them. Talk to George Washington or Thomas Jefferson, and then be like, "So this is what happened. What do you think?" And get their thoughts. That would be interesting. That would be cool. So. If money was no object for one day, where are you going? What are you doing there? And what are you eating? I guess Brian will go to a city in the desert. Yeah, You're right about that. As I heard that question being read, the first thing that came to mind is Brian's so going to where Vegas. Where are you going? I mean, it's probably like finding the best seat and everything right there at, at Truist Park. Get, get in, you get, in get, the box. Get, I'll shoot you right there. As behind. much access as you can. No kidding, man. Yeah, like, that's just, a good call. Yeah, I would. I would definitely go to Las Vegas. I'm going to probably eat at. At least one buffet and then one of the nicer restaurants. And I'm, I'm going to gamble a lot. We're, we're going to play some high-stakes poker. Uh, let's see here. What's next? Where are we going here? Oh, no. I can't wait to go back to Atlanta this mm-hmm. summer to a game and just sit there and watch it. I mean, it is literally my happy place mm-hmm. to just sit there and take it yeah. all in. You know I'm going to that park, but not for a baseball game this year. Concert, right? Yeah. Let's see how that goes. Hopefully. When is that? August. Okay. Uh, Jason Neal Gaught. Do you think it's more of an approach at the plate or just bad luck with our hitting? I think it's probably a little both. Yeah. And, I mean, look, bottom line here is a lot of times folks judge a, a club's ability to hit by the power numbers. Homers yeah. and the RB. This is not a team that's going to hit for a ton of power. No, but they could be hitting more doubles. Point. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Mississippi State football wins 10 games if? I mean, Ooh. everything's got to click. Everything has to click. That That's the absolute highest possible ceiling. That's just, in my opinion, they, they, 10 wins is a lot. I mean... So you're, you're losing to Alabama and one more. Maybe. I mean, no turnovers. The offensive line can't have any of those games where they yeah. can't block three games. Rodgers has to be a quarterback, who throw, or whoever the quarterback is. 4,500-plus yards. Touchdowns is like thirty-five to ten. Defense is even better than it was a it year ago. It has to be ago. better than it was a year. What do you mean it was good? It wasn't good at all. We got to be better than we were. <laughs> That's a bad question, Brian. That's a bad question, Zol. Uh, are you going to watch both nights of WrestleMania? I may not watch either night. To be told, I will. I, I don't know if I'll watch them. I, well, I won't it's watch so them much. live as they happen. But I will. It may take me two or three days to get through the whole thing. But yeah, I'll, I'll watch it all at some point. Yeah. Some of it may end up just being background noise as I do other stuff, but mm-hmm. it, it will play across my either laptop or TV screen. Yeah, uh, Martin Smith, what happened with Alan McKean? Why was such a successful coach as him let go? I've always heard it's two-pronged. It was, there were some boosters who didn't like what was going on, and he ran the uh, T the offense, and that was sort of going out of fashion. Not the wing T. Not the wing T, the T. The T. And I love I love the power tee. That's a great offense. Uh, and I, I guess at that time, I'm trying to think what would have been the new thing. Uh, it's not the veer or the, or the wishbone or anything like that, but people wanted to change offenses. And so they, they pushed him out. And State has paid the price ever since. So uh, let's see here. Uh, Tony Loper, his son has these questions. So this is the son of All the right. best damn veterinarian in the city of Vicksburg. Uh, how beneficial is it that most of the basketball team is underclassmen, especially with the extra COVID year? I mean, it's huge. It's humongous, man, because you really can basically expect the whole team back. <laughs> yeah. And then, why did 12 hours seem to go by quickly, quickly when you're asleep, but not when you're awake? Well, if you've seen Inception, you understand that in the brain, you know, it just it works different. Yeah, I mean, an hour in the brain is like 10 hours of real time or something like that. So that's how that works. 
sleep. Death's cousin. Yeah. Death's cousin. That's, That's why I try to do it as <laughs> le- less as possible, you know, just... The Mangum Cafe asks, how great is the Zaxby's Kickin' Chicken Sandwich? I've never, never had, had it. it. Yeah, I don't go to Zaxby's for sandwiches. Rob Montgomery, what's a website that you use constantly that someone not in your line of work would have any re- never have any reason to access? For example, as a teacher, I use a site called Mastery Connect to track student data on tests and quiz. People would use Stat Broadcast, I think. There are fans who know about Stat Broadcast and would use it. But that's a, uh, that would be one. Yeah. I, mean, obviously, I, don't, I don't have to use it a ton now because I don't really do much high school stuff unless I delve into the recruiting world a little bit. Right. But um, there is a website for Mississippi high school football yeah. that it's pretty dang good at, at going back into the history books and um, like records of teams from the last bunch of years. I mean, you can look at full schedules from the last several decades mm-hmm. and see what teams have beat who and and if you can't remember old scores or how long's it been since calhoun city beat whoever i mean that that all used to be really beneficial to me when i was with starfield daily news um but like i said i don't use it a ton now so i mean it would probably be something from a statistical kind of thing that i I look back at i was trying to think like and of course obviously the websites where we host our you know our articles and stuff you know the super talk wordpress site and so on and so forth uh, Andy Atkinson, the Enforcer, Double A, Godzilla versus Kong. Who you got? I will say that in this movie, at least they have made Kong the size of size Godzilla. Of Godzilla. That, that's why, I like, when I first hear it, I always think Godzilla. Yeah, because he's so much bigger. Yes, but now they've made Kong the, the right size. But at the end of the day, Godzilla shoots fire out of his mouth. Yes, and so Kong does not. he can attack from a distance. Right. Right, so that said, in a, I think in a in a scrap, I might take the ape. Yeah, but the extra powers give Godzilla the advantage. Yep, no doubt. You see, there were people complaining about. By the way, they're like, if you this movie is not the most well written movie, like who who is going to this movie for script? I just want to see Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, it's the whole point. It's here. The whole point. Paul Barrett, not the one I assume from the question earlier. <laughs> If scientists develop safe, free, instantaneous teleportation, how would the ability for teams, fans, and officials to be at any game anywhere and then back in their beds might, uh, that night affect college sports? If we had this ability in the past, what are some big effects it might have had if only MSU sports? That's a good question. Like you know, you go to practice and then you just, all right, you, you know, you don't have to, you don't even have to do anything, like for the Super Bowl, right? You're just there for your media stuff and then you go home. Yeah, same day. Uh, so I, I don't know. He picks talks about the state's women's basketball regional where state played Oregon and Portland. I mean, you're still playing in front of that home crowd is the is the problem. So, like for true neutral site games, it might it might you know like College World Series maybe might have a big deal. And then, what are your favorite forms or uses of these versatile foods? So, what's your favorite potato dish? Ooh, my favorite potato dish. Is it wrong to just say I love a, baked, a good baked potato? No, nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, it may be a little vague, or not vague, but a little simple, yeah. but I'm a simple kind of man. You are. So, I like potatoes all gratin. That's my favorite kind. Corn. Cream corn, I guess. Corn on the cob. I'm as simple as it gets. Corn on the cob, butter, salt, pepper, done. Eggs. 
I don't really like I, eggs. I, I, love, I love scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs. Yeah. I don't really like eggs. I'll, I've had an egg on a burger. It's okay. But I'm just not the egg on eggs. Chocolate. Ah. My favorite chocolate dish. I don't know anything. Just I mean, brownies, I guess. Brownies, that's a good choice. Chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, I mean, I'm, all that's good. Mine, uh, I, I uh, thought my, I thought of like good old mama's homemade brownies there that I used brownies to. Brownies is a good choice. Inhale back in the day. Chocolate pie is my answer. I love ch- uh, chocolate cream pie. All right. Uh, now to think about it, I may go with you on the corn on the cob over cream corn. I love corn on the cob. Just love it. It's my, one of my favorite things to eat. Uh, Russ Huddleston. I don't understand why everyone feels the need to support Texas women's basketball. When when Mullen left MSU, I didn't start rooting for Florida. Why is that? I think it's a testament to Vic Schaefer. He built a bond with this fan yeah. base. That people, even after he left, people are still, yeah. you know. Then there are some who hate him. There are some who, who they're always going to cheer for that guy. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, you know, Dan Mullen, it was pretty easy for folks to cut ties with him because, look, let's just be honest. Dan Mullen could be. What are you saying? A little cold sometimes. What? <laughs> I mean, when you have a, ca- a call in show and you basically criticize your fan for asking yeah. a question, like, right, hey, right. if you want to know, go buy a ticket. Yeah. Like, you, you, you're, yeah, you didn't really buy, you know. You didn't buy yourself any good favor with yeah, the I fan agree. base whenever so. you finally cut bait. Vic did. Vic has a lot of goodwill built in. And then our final question of the day, from also from Russ Huddleston. Rank these snack crackers when eaten naked and then add, when adding other items. So, triscuits, uh, saltines, and goldfish. I don't like eating crackers naked. Gets well, goldfish you have to eat naked. You can't. What are you, what are you doing with goldfish? I mean, personally, I'm, I'm at least going to put on a shirt. <laughs> God. You don't want to get crumbs all over you yourself. I that's get what that. I'm telling you. You're going to be itching. We're talking about the crackers are naked. <laughs> gotcha. Though, I know what you mean. Uh, I think the best naked cracker of this group is Triscuits. You can eat Triscuits plain. Yeah. I would not eat saltines plain. You know, I, want, I, I mean, want unless I'm like sick and... Yeah, if you're sick, and you have it with, <laughs> but even then you have it with soup. Goldfish, you have to eat plain. Uh, again, goldfish I, are pretty good. I mean, who do people dip goldfish in stuff? Like in ranch or something? Not that what I'm aware doing? of. Yeah. And then Ritz, Ritz are okay by themselves, but Ritz are the—they're really made for having something on them. Yeah, you squirt some of that easy cheese on nah, it, man. Triscuits and easy cheese is my yes. my go-to. So I, we're going to rank them naked as Triscuits, Goldfish, Ritz, Saltines, and then with something on them. Again, Goldfish is going to be last because you can't put anything on Goldfish. Saltines, Triscuits, Ritz. I might put Ritz over saltines. So Ritz, saltines, triscuits. Yeah, I guess it kind of depends on what to, what I'm putting on. Yeah, I think I'd go hunk Ritz. of cheese, just a hunk of cheese. I'm going Ritz on top. Ritz, saltines, triscuits. Yes. Okay, that'll do it for the day. By the way, I don't know if I told you this or not. So the other, I found out that during the storms the other day, a house down the street from mine, a tree fell over, crushed their uh, their carport. Oh no! I drove past it the other day, and it's 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 just there's just a tree right there. Good news, though. The roofer told him that the replacement would be on the house. There's your dad joke. <laughs> I'm telling the truth, though, that somebody's house was was demolished, though. <laughs> I don't know if that makes the joke worse I don't know. or better. I, I don't know. But it is what it is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Have a great uh, well, Wednesday. If you're listening, I hope your house and everyone in From it. From what I was told, nobody actually okay. lives in the house. Oh, okay. But there's... 
it's like a house that somebody has just kept. So and it, it only destroyed the carport. But I saw an opportunity and I went with it. Guys, have a great Wednesday. Be back with you on Thursday. No baseball to recap. That game has been canceled. We'll do a spring position breakdown and we'll talk and we'll go ahead and start previewing uh, Mississippi State and Kentucky. For Joel T. Coleman. Don't eat your crackers naked. Woo! I'm Brian Hey Dad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.